Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello. Hello, it's Jeff Winder here, and you're watching the Battle Fever Podcast. That was really fucking loud in my ears there, by the way. That was mad. Um, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another European pre-match pod. Um, the last one worked a treat. We got a wonder goal out of it, obviously, so we thought, let's fucking try it again and see what happens. So, joining me this afternoon is Mr. Paul at Seas. Paul, how are we doing? I'm all right. It's laughed at you, Charlie FM, coming in your ears. Coming um, in my ears. But I couldn't. The thing is, once again, it didn't play my computer for some reason. See, then he gets see. Jeff Winter's beautiful face. I didn't know, but it's, uh, I have seen the video before. Yes. And thank you, Jeff. Yes, thanks, Jeff. You're a superstar. Willie, you're also on first pre-match pod for you, mate. How are we doing? Not bad. I'm just wondering where Jeff got his polo shirt there. Like mate, I, I truly text exactly what I said to him. I says, where did you get that shirt? I said, that is a beauty. Ah, absolute is. cracker, that. Nice, nice. Right. Uh, otherwise, I'm okay, mate. I was there uh, in the pissing rain at Blair Drummond Safari Park today, so I'm quite ready for... Watching some football later on. Yes, Daddy daycare duties you've got to do that, haven't you? Yep, I have. <laughs> so, so, sounds more fun than my more than a finance meeting. Hi, <laughs> mate. Well, I was teaching a class today, so yes, uh, I'd, rather I'd, rather, rather, I'd rather be in a finance meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I had a wee bit of fun with them, so I did. It was quite good. It was quite so, funny. By the, way, but... by the way, I know some of your students watch this, so hello, to, <laughs> hello <laughs> to your students, and I tell you what. <laughs> The thing she says about you in the group chat, honestly, I can't, I can't believe. Honestly, honestly it's shocking. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Go me> fat guy. <laughs> I'm, real, I'm sorry for you, buddy. Jeez, 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 jeez. So, yes, if you're listening to this, um, you'll need to go to YouTube to watch it so you can see Jeff Winter's post up because it was really, really nice. And I don't know if Castor did it. Probably no. Anyway, I was actually going to tell you something about Castor there, but I realise it's no part of this pod, so we'll just leave it, right? Um, tomorrow. Next day. Going on to... Tomorrow. Yes, going, on to <laughs> going on to... This evening. Nearly turned... This evening. It put Kettle on and all that. Nearly turned... Put with uh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, tonight at Ibrox, 8 o'clock kick-off, obviously, we entertain uh, Lech Poznan. Now, on the back of our first, obviously, Paul and myself, you and Baz had done last week's pre-match pod. 
and we were saying how it was very, very professional. There was very, it was a, came from a tactical point of view, etc. I've done a wee bit of research on like Poznan, so it might be the same, right? And I don't know if people like this or no, or people like the the carry on side of the pod. I don't know, but I don't know. Have any of you two done a wee bit of research on Lech Poznan? Well, I worked out they're called the Railway Men, and I know the system they play, um, and I know who started last week, and I know who the most famous ex player is. That's pretty good, it? Nice, nice, not it's better. Well, have you done any sort of research on Lech Poznan here? A wee look at uh, their, obviously not no much, but a uh, wee look at their, their game at the weekend there. I think they drew one each way, Cracovia, if mm-hmm. that's right. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, so there'll be a few of that tonight. There'll be a lot of that <laughs> in this pod. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. The highlights, I watched the highlights of the, the Benfica game. Um, they, look, they look like they could be got at, to be honest with you. That was yeah. my, my thought. Where, yes. and we'll just see how it goes. I'm sorry. I just I, I, I don't want to try to this bit, but I just can't stop seeing a really sort of effeminate Princess Leah with those pink headphones on. <laughs> Again, if you're listening oh, yeah. to this, you'll need to go to YouTube to watch it. <laughs> oh, brilliant, I love it. <laughs> right, I'm just delighted. I, I was, I kept saying to Scott how clear they are, so I could not give a shit what they look like. Good they look That's great. So they, 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 they sound great, rather. Your t shirt, your t shirt is perfect. Now, I've asked you there about Lech Poznan and. Obviously, where we've done any research and what they're like, etc. At the risk of sounding like the rock, it actually doesn't matter to me because we'll fucking do it anyway because we're amazing and we're brilliant, and that's just the way I feel about it. So, <laughs> now look at Leg Poznan first, however, totally contradicting myself. They're managed by Darius Zurav, I think is his name. They're 10th in the Polish league. They've played seven games so far this season, won two, drawn three, and lost two. They've scored 13 goals and, more importantly, conceded 11, right? Which I think is quite encouraging. She obviously gives them a goal difference of plus two. Now, looking at our team and how great we've been defensively, they've obviously scored 13 goals this year, right? Paul, does that worry you at all, considering how well we've been defensively? Does that does that start matter to us? Because we've got pretty much a great deal of confidence in our goalkeeper and our back four. No, it doesn't worry me in the slightest. And that, that is the main crux of this. As long as we, um, our midfield can, uh, does well and our defence does well, in fact, if, I think if Highlander is in there, we're, we're pretty sound, we're pretty solid. Um, the, defensively, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they throw at us. Um, I saw sorts of stats about them as well, and I've heard all sorts of stuff saying, you know, they're great with the ball, they're great going forward, but they're useless in defence. Well, our defence is great. Our midfield is great. The front yeah. line's not exactly firing all cylinders just yet, but when it does, we'll be an absolutely terrifying prospect. Um, I think it's. I think we're going to win it. I, I won't lie to you. I think um, they can. They can throw the kitchen sink at us. I think our defence will, will soak it all up. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have many many worries. I mean, I, I know this is the sort of maybe sounds over overconfident, and but it's no, not. It's, it's no. not. It's, it's just an absolute. It's a, it, the stats don't lie. Um, that's just the way. I, it's just the way I feel about it. I don't think. Of course, I'll be nervous beforehand. The match I always am. You know. You know what I'm like. And you see it in the group chat all the time. But, yeah. Um, but, but, but that's we've been stung too many times, Paul. That's, well, that's the reason the, for that. As, as, I, I, mean. as I always say, 
I've seen how this movie ends and it's not always pretty. Yes. Um, so, but no, I, I don't think we get much to fear of it. They will, they will come at us and they are more attack minded um, than they are defensive minded, but that leaves gaps in behind them. So they'll maybe score, they can maybe score one, but we'll score three. Yeah. Well, they, they're the preferred system. I know Paul's uh, looked at this as well. Um, so it might be slightly different depending on the site we looked at. <laughs> It's telling the truth, though, right? I'll tell you but, what, what I thought it was, what I seen was 4 4 2. See, then I've got something different. I've got 4 2 3 1. I've got, I've got, and this is, this is from the, the UEFA uh, stats, and it's 4 4 1 1. They've got, <laughs> uh, they've got, uh, they've got a guy called Ishak, Ishak, who's number nine, and yes. Ramirez, who's in number 10, who sits directly behind them. You could, you could class that as 4 4 2. But I reckon yeah. it's more four four one one the way it's, the way it's set out over the stats and how it's been playing out. Thank you, transfer market, because you told me four two three one. Anyway, but no matter what system they set up, Wally, can you really see them? As Paul says, yes, they're going to be in the front foot. They're going to come at us. Does that not technically play into your hands? Because as, as I was saying last week on the the European pod, Rangers' only problem maybe in Europe will be when he turn over the ball and mm-hmm. sit and then hit them in the in the counter. Or when he be dominant on the ball and dominate possession, that might be your sticking point at times about whether we stick a twist. And thankfully, Gerard has done really well for that. But the beauty of your team is we can switch between both. I think that plays into your hands. Oh, definitely. I think uh, for what I'd seen of them, it looked like quite a lot of modern football. It's a lot. Of it seems to come down the the wings as well. I think the goal, the first goal they scored against Benfica last week was the assist was by the fullback. Um, so. But unfortunately, what we do well is our three in the midfield cover they two really, really well when our fullbacks are getting up. So you've got that cover. You've also got the two that are further forward of them. It sort, sort of feels sometimes with Rangers that rather than us having three in the midfield, it's as if we've got five because if whether it's our field or Kamara do it, they, they do Aye. it so well, you know. So Aye. I don't know. I, I don't think it's something that we really need to worry about. I know what Paul said. I'm looking at it and with the, the stuff that I did see, I'd, I'd be disappointed tonight if we didn't. I know we need to, we still need to play at a certain level. We still need to, to, to match them up to a certain point, but I will be disappointed if we don't pick, yeah. it, pick uh, three points up tonight, definitely. You, you have to treat them with the respect they deserve. They're not in the, Europe, the, the group stages without getting there on merit. I mean, I've got it written down here. They, wrote, they beat uh, Valmira of uh, Latvia, Hammersby from Sweet, Swedish club, um, Apollel uh, Limassol from Cyprus, and Charlois from Belgium. Now, I think Charlois were third last year in, in, a, in a pretty decent uh, Julepa league. And so mm-hmm. they're not, they not throwing them out. They've got a, a pretty good track record in Europe as well. I think it's something like 250 other appearances over all competitions in their in their history in Europe. So they're no slouches and no minnows in that respect. Although the club is rebuilding and coming back up uh, to challenge Legia. Um, I, you have to respect them. Um, people will say, oh, they're the whipping boys of the group. I think they scored two goals against Benfica, so they can't be whipping boys. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm keep- back- they came back and drew them twice. It was only after half they only lost it in the second half. So you have to treat them with respect. But I think our defence is too strong to allow them to do that to us. You could see that uh, in the, the highlights of the two games that I seen, Paul, that the, they still had a, a lot of the ball in the final third against Benfica. And maybe maybe not 
great chances, but a lot of half chances. And certainly that game at the weekend, I think they would have been disappointed that they didn't take the three points there either. Mm. But as we as we keep saying, if we do what, what we know we can do well, and we've got the guys that we know do the jobs that they've got in the team as well as they can, then we're going to be up there. I hope so anyway. Yeah. See, whether it's related or not, I don't know, right? But in the summer, they actually had quite a high turnover of players. They had, they had 15, or they brought in 15.62 million or something like that. They spent 630 grand on players. They brought in 15 and let go 50, or sold 15. They've had quite a high turnover of players. Now, obviously, he's got them playing in a manner that you think we know how hard it is to go for qualifier one to, to come through the group stages, to enter yeah. the group stages. And the quite high turnover, they've obviously done really, really well to get to that point. My only thing this year is I think it's played into their hands. The fact there's no way goals, the fact it's one leg, they could go out and go for it in their European yeah. uh, group of qualifying games and they could get through. And they're obviously a good side over 90 minutes to do that. In terms of against us, I just think they're playing into our hands big time. If they if they come out and go at us gung-ho, whether they're good enough to sit and contain the players we have. We've seen Hadji at the weekend, obviously, back on song, you know, with his assist. And yeah. I say back on song, and that's wrong, right? And I feel like an arse for saying that, because Hadji, although he hasn't been maybe goal-scoring, etc., uh, since the season started, he's still at top of the assist league. Do you know what I mean? He's still yeah. contributing to our club positively. And it's a shame. The boy's only young. You know, he's, it was his birthday the other day. He's only young. I just don't think they've got enough defensively to keep our players at bay. Your Kent's Morelos, if he's on form, and obviously guys like Hadji. So I don't know. I don't know if that plays into your hands a bit. Looking at them for the weekend, the last, well, the last victory. They've no one since the fourth October, um, and that was away. Again, don't know if I'm saying this right, but is it Gilvice or Gil Gilvis? And it was a four-one um, away win. So for them, really. <laughs> winning's a habit, as we know, and I just don't know if they'll be able to cope with that. You know, Rangers will go out there expecting, they'll go out there and put on a dominant performance, I believe, and I think we'll get the victory that we that we crave. Yeah. Mr. Paul at Seas, take us to the Benfica game, right? Uh-huh. You've said, obviously, there was 1-0 with Benfica, 1 each, 2 one Benfica, 2 each, yeah. then obviously 3-2, and really the game was only put to bed in the stoppage time. Yeah. When they when they, when Benfica scored the fourth, does that bode well for us? Looking at both teams, maybe looking slightly ahead to Benfica, that they scored two against Benfica as well. Is that a yes. kind of chink yeah. the light for us? I think so. Yeah. I mean, not to, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, not to yes. uh, not to sort of once again be overconfident. But Benfica are a good club, they're a very good team, but they did they did sell um, the star. I think a star player. I think sold them. So I can't remember his name now. I just remember seeing that. But they've got uh, they've got what's his face in there from Spurs uh, from Ireland, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, so he's he's their main mainstay in defence now. Um, once again, you wouldn't write him off, but he's getting on a little bit. Otherwise, he would have been retained at Spurs. Um, it's uh, I think I think both sides are eminently beatable. I think left positions certainly are, and I think um, Benfica. Uh, who's who's the Simon's going to fight now? Um, it's me. It's me. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I think there is uh, an opportunity there to uh, to get maximum points against both clubs. It's just a, it's just how we set ourselves up, how we play, and our attitude 
both in temperament and how we approach the matches with respect to both clubs and uh, how we do it. I yes. think you've you summed it up earlier on very well, Paul. It's the two words, respect, uh, having respect for them and no having fear hmm. for them. I think that's a, the biggest thing that when I'm watching the highlights there, and I, as you said there, Scott, that's the feeling I had about Benfica as I was watching even them as well for that game last week there, is that I felt that as at our best, we could give them a really good game. And that's that's something I feel as though has been missing for a Rangers team for so long. Yep. And it's just a great feeling to have it back. And it just means that games like this tonight, I'm really looking forward to tonight because I'm, I'm really, I've got a lot of hope for a win. So I'm, that's as I say, nothing's guaranteed in football, but that's definitely where we're at at this time. It's, it's a very strange feeling. Mm-hmm. Be, and I'm talking about this season, to get into matches absolutely sky high in confidence. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even even against Celtic, our sky high with confidence, we would beat them. Um, yeah. Obviously, when it kicks off, you, you, you sort of go through the whole uh, roller coaster and ringer of emotions. But no matter how much possession we had, it began to get more comfortable towards the end of the match. For the for the, for the 90 minutes, I'm always nervous. I'm always really confident just now going into it. And at the end of it, I'm really happy because we've won. And then I'm really confident looking forward to the next match as well. And it's not very often, certainly not over the last, you know, Eight nine years we've actually had this kind of confidence and it's great. It's it's a it's like it's like going back to the Avocat and Walter Smith and all the even Alex McLeishy. You know, it's just yeah. it's an unusual feeling to be so you know looking forward to it. Usually, you, you enter matches with a well, I think we can do it. Um, <laughs> is it an air of trepidation? Yeah, I, we, we can. We can. You know, like you go, yeah, we can fucking do this. But deep inside, you go, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Aye, fuck you, banter years. Aye, yeah. <laughs> You've really gubbed us with that. No, see, to be honest with you, right? And again, if you're watching, if you're listening to the pod, you might not get this, but really, how could you not be confident with things like? Sorry, I just wanted to show Kim out of school again there. Sorry. You point, of, point of note, see if you can do things like that mid-pod. Can you just let me know beforehand? Because, you know... Because <laughs> no, I like seeing your face when you go... Some, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my thing plays and sometimes it didn't. It didn't there. And I just went, I went, hold on a second. Have I dropped <laughs> out? I was all for coming out and coming back in again. Good. Get up. Yeah, that's what you get for getting me twice. <laughs> Sitting there all quiet. Sitting there, sitting there all quiet. Am I here? Am I here? And then him and Callum go, ah, you're here. <laughs> I'm just kidding on. Ah, no bother. Thanks. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> right, Benfica game, obviously, like Poznan. Like Poznan actually had 24 shots uh, to Benfica's 19. 19 of which were on target. 16 for Benfica. And Poznan had 47% uh, of the possession and Benfica 52. So even you look at the possession stats, you know, I know like Poznan's at home, but Benfica's quite a, a known name. They're a big name in European football. No disrespect to like Poznan, but they're no. And to have, you know, nearly 50-50 there against Benfica in a 4-2 game that was only 10 away for them in the last couple of minutes, it obviously shows that they are a decent side. You know, and it's what you're saying, Paul. Respect, yes. Don't stand off and show them too much respect. Get in about them. 
show how it's done and go and play our football. Win the battle first. My dad used to say years ago, win the battle first. And then once you've won the battle, you can go and play your own football. And I think that's where we need to get right tonight. As long as we go there with the right attitude, the right mentality, Rangers should win the game. Agreed. And I think, uh, yeah, they, they basically, they, they, they should and they will. Well, they will. You know, I'm not saying they will. <laughs> but no, um, no, but you're right. It's all about, we have to concentrate on ourselves. I mean, they, they, those stats are great for them against Benfica. They can, you know, you can you can talk back to the hills. Still lost a match. Doesn't yeah. matter. Do you know what I mean? Um they were, they were undone in the last couple of minutes. Doesn't matter. They still lost the match. Now, doesn't matter if they're home or away. Doesn't matter. We, we've not played Benfica yet. We don't know what they're like. So we get. I think once we play Left Poznan this evening, um, because of course we'll win. We should win. Um, it'll give a better understanding of how we're going to approach the Benfica match because you can then say, well, Benfica did this, Benfica did that against Left Poznan, and I mean, Left Poznan did this against Benfica. It gives you a better feeling for how the yeah. next match will go. So, but as you said earlier on, I'm relatively confident about, about both matches. Yes. They don't seem to be fear uh, a shot for a distance. No. I think that's maybe where a lot of these stats are coming for, Scott. But Aye. even that, that plays, as you're saying, that plays into your hands as well. Because I would, I would fancy us to, to deal with that pretty well Aye. too, between the goalkeeper and the defence that we've got. And if, we're limiting them, yeah, and if we're limiting them to that, then we must be doing something right as well. Yes. To be yes. fair, to be fair, we're kind of uh, fond of a shot from distance just now and all. So there you go. Aye. So fucking 55 yards to be precise. Well, 54. We, we can't can mention that going off, can we? No, we really can't. <laughs> we, we, it, it should be getting mentioned as much as possible <laughs> for the rest of the season. What are we talking about here? Hold on. Do you want me to play again, Paul? Oh, no, you can't see it. There's no point. Oh, I've seen the lot. <laughs> lot. Go ahead, play if you want. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> no, I'll not do that to you. Um, their, t- <laughs> their top goal scorer, as Paul rightly says, Mikael Ishak. 27 years old. He's got four Swedish caps, one goal for his national team. He scored nine goals in 13 appearances this year. Again, he hasn't come up against Philip Helander or Conor Goldson. <laughs> I think he has played against Helander at the training camp. But there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just splitting hairs. <laughs> I know, I know. It's all right. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> right. For us, for ourselves, how do we see us going tonight? Enough about that mob. How do we see us going tonight? Because... Hadji's there, Aribo's back in the team. Scotty Arfield's been playing well. We've obviously seen Scotty Arfield, Glenn Kamara drop out of the weekend, probably for a rest because the amount they've put in over the last four, five, six weeks has been tremendous. Um, did we see Glenn Kamara coming back in, Scotty Arfield coming back in, Paul? I think he's going to go with the same team that started against uh, Liège. Yeah. He'll start Kamara and Davis, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what about main advanced areas? Do you think Haribo will come in on one side? Do you think Adio will, will, will be there? Or what does uh, he, he's, got, he's got so many options. Yeah, I'd expect Morelos obviously to be up top again, um, but he's got so many options. He's got Kemar Roof. It's, it's it hard to predict at the minute. It, I, I did, I did uh, toy with the idea of maybe getting somebody like Ryan Kent a rest for Joe Haribo, but it's that one where you're, somebody's playing so well whether you, you do that or just keep my momentum going. And I think I would probably agree with Paul. I think I would probably, that's what it'll go with. will probably just stick with the same team as last week. And um, you'll obviously see, I, I can't remember exactly when Aribo came on last week, but you'll definitely see more of him than you did if he doesn't start. Yeah. And uh, more a uh, roof as well. I say that, that may be the, that may be the one. 
He might drop Morelos. He might. If anything. You know what I'm thinking there, aye. So, we'll see. I just... Uh, Paul, would, do you think Morelos will be back up top, one striker? Yes. Yes. End of, yes. Yeah, he's, he's, he, I, I don't see... Um, yeah, I think he will. I think he's hold-up play. Because that's what, that's what he does. He does exceptionally well. He's hold-up play. Because what he'll do is he'll get the ball, hold it up, split it out to uh, Hadji, stroke Barker. Depends who starts, because you know, uh, Gemma's late. Um, or uh, heading on to, um, uh, to Kent, the other side. In fact, he might even play the Rebo. I don't really know. Um, but no, Morelos' hold-up play is really good. And he's also... What Morelos is good at is he's good at dragging defenders away. Because because he's although he's not really firing all cylinders this season and he's not really scored many goals, defenses are still terrified of him because of what he can do. So they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll he'll drag people away and create space in behind and to the sides. So that's I reckon my will start. Defensively, obviously it, last week he, he brought in um, Leon Balligan in place of Philip Hollander and he said Hollander had a slight issue. Obviously that issue isn't is is. is it's obviously not serious because he started on Sunday. Hmm. But do we see him tinkering with the back line? Do we see, obviously, I think... I mean, Bonabaricic was obviously on the bench on Sunday as well, so his hmm. injury couldn't be as bad as what was first first feared. So does he go back to Barisic instead of Bassey? Does he go Hollander or Balligan? I think uh, that that was the other thing I meant to say um, with regards to starting 11 from Liège. I think Hollander will start this evening. I think he offers more stability. He offers more assurance to Conor Goldson, although Balligan done really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. There was just a couple of times that Balogun was caught out of, out of position, but Helena just doesn't seem to be caught with that. And I think he, it's his experience this evening will be invaluable. And uh, Barisic is a certain starter if he's fit. Well, here's a question: Helander has played obviously a lot more this year because he's been fitter and touch wood. Hopefully that continues. Is the form of Connor Goldson down to the fact <clears> that he has Philip Palat? And I'm not saying Connor Goldson was out of form before, but Connor Goldson was prone to maybe one or two years here and there. Do we think that the, the form of like a David Weir type, you know, David Weir, everybody David Weir played beside got played of the year that year, you know, Quella, Bugera, mm. constant Danny Wilson get a move to, to Liverpool. Do we think that effect is happening with Hollander and, and Goldson? Well, 100%. I think, I think it's the fact that... Um... Even, even I say for Balogun as well. I think he's got that confidence in Balogun as as well. As much as I I, I do prefer slightly Hillander, um, yeah. I think he has. And there's not been so much chopping and changing. I would say this season either, which has yeah. helped him too. Plus the fact he is he's a cracking defender and he's and he's self goalsing as well. Yeah. And maybe it's just it's just him and within himself getting that confidence to get over that barrier that was maybe causing that and. We're definitely benefiting from it now. I mean, at, it's it's at that point you're looking at it. You're going, if he plays Balogun or Hellander, is what I do prefer Hellander. But there are no complaints if he plays Balogun tonight for me personally. Yeah. Well, Paul, he, he, Goldson, I'm saying about a wee error, but maybe Goldson is trying to cover for who he's playing beside too much. He's thinking no on his own game, mm. but on who's beside him and where he's got to be in case that goes tits up kind of thing. Yeah, you can also say Scott. His positioning but, really has been great because of guys like Hollander, you know what I mean? You yeah. could also say that uh, the same's happened with, with James Tavernier. Uh, whether yeah. that's down to him or something, his defensively, Tavernier's got a lot yeah. better this yeah. season. And that'll have helped Golson as well because he's not only, as you say, covering for the, the other centre half at times or feeling like he has to. He's probably been a bit worried about, about Tav doing the right to. So that's Paul, helped too. 
that's the biggest. But as somebody who has criticised Tav in the past, and I think we all have, but I certainly have criticised him in the past, right? Wouldn't be too faced about it and say, you know, I've always backed the guy who he's in great form. And Wally will tell you, genuinely have criticised him. However, going forward, there was never really in question with Tav. But defensively, I feel he's teen his game to another level as well because it's not just the nine goals in 10 or 11 games. That's great. That's terrific. Really, that's no his primary job though in the Rangers team. His primary job in the Rangers team is to defend and obviously create the way the way we play. But mm. the fact that the clean sheets, etc., the, the whole issue with him having the captain saying is he a captain, etc., he's taking his game at another level under uh, Gerard and this season. Two things. Um, uh, first one is uh, Tav's primary job uh, in the Rangers team is to lift the, the league trophy at the end of the season. Okay, um, my bad, my bad. Okay, get that right. And secondly. Um, you remember back to the first, I think it was the first pod I was actually on with yourself and Baz, and I was highly critical of uh, Tavernier's uh, defensive uh, performances and at the time capabilities. But we hadn't really we hadn't really played at that particular point in the season. Um, we were, I think we just, we were just about to kick off. We played a couple of friendly matches. Yeah. But I think he has excelled, to be honest with you. His, he's come on leaps and bounds defensively. I don't know what he's done, if it's extra training or... He's read the uh, the uh, Richard Goff uh, uh, book of book of uh, defending uh, forwarded by uh, Sir David Weir. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, he has excelled himself, and he deserves all the plaudits he's getting. And I, for one, am very happy to eat my words from my first podcast appearance on here. Me too. Being critical of him, um, I think he's yeah, he's just he's done he's done great. I mean, he's, he's offensively he's outstanding. His positioning now in defence is an awful lot better. Um, I don't know what the turnaround is, but fair play to the guy. And if he's if he if he's just sort of extra training, or there's somebody at Ochenhowie uh, that's uh, teaching him how to defend properly now, as such, then that's that's fantastic. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's working. Yes. Keep Do you know how much it's improved? See the the very few times this season where there's been a wee complaint about a fullback in your team defending. It's been Barisic. Yeah. The very few occasions that it's happened. Yep. Uh, the Hibs game, and I think, Scott, you put in a group chat last no, week. He was covering a wee bit. Aye, last aye, Thursday. Yeah. It was anything that they had last week that was coming down their left-hand side. All, they liked. For, for, for the viewers and listeners, all the group chat all last week, all it was was just Scott going, for fuck's sake, Bonner. For fuck's sake, Bonner. That's all it was, honestly. I, he's actually saying, he, I, it, was, it was disgraceful. He said, I wish we'd taken the seven million from him in the summer. <laughs> you lying bastard. <laughs> you lying. He has a wand of a left foot. That left foot's worth seven million alone. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, hands up, hands up. I did think that he'd, <coughs> that he'd shit himself in the game. Mm. I genuinely did. Because it seemed to be, it was a wee bit tough for him. And then he went down and uh, set him off. However, seeing him running into the, the crowd of bodies at the end to to back up Kamar Roof and the rest of the the rest of the Rangers squad. No, he didn't. He? <laughs> he was getting tore right in a boot at the big man. So as oh. as as Baz said in the group chat, they said uh, clearly what happened was he'd uh, done this. Thought, yep, there's rain coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> so he got himself his big snuggly jacket and sat in the stand and went, ah, look at the fucking state of that lot. Yeah, that'll fucking teach you. Go, go on, on yourself, Calvin. Um, <laughs> And no, he sent that, for a monster in Calvin Bassett. He, came aye, on exactly. that he was, was at, bad. 
He was actually if if you watch if you watch um, the match back uh, without uh, crowd noise and stuff, uh, you can hear this guy shout "Bravo, Bravo!" <laughs> all the way through it. Seriously, that that's Borna Barisic. Near the oh. end, it really, it genuinely is because because somebody is, so who's that shouting "Bravo!" and actually came from, I think it actually came from the Rangers um, RTV because somebody yeah. asked him who was it, and it's, it turns out it was Borna Barisic shouting to Calvin Bassett, encouraging him, to tell him what to be, and shouting at him. So. Well, Borna's apparently been spending a lot of money one time with Calvin trying to bring him on defensively because he has only made seven professional first-team appearances. You know what I mean? The, the boy is raw as they come in terms of a football player, you know, a young football player, but the potential there is massive with Calvin you saw, you saw that on Thursday night, man. This guy... Tremendous. I mean, this, this, guy, this, this guy would run through brick walls. He would run through brick walls underwater, and he always bloody was. You know what I mean? It was incredible. Mm-hmm. He was good, and it was a wee kind of... I think he needed that. I think he did. I think he needed that. And then I think oh, Sunday, yeah. Sunday he needed as well, and it got his kind of feet in a wee bit, and right, now he's going, now he's had a taste it, he'll be desperate for it again. So if Borna yeah. is fit, take him out the night, bring Borna, uh, bring Borna back in, and it just keeps Calvin Massey hungry and on his toes ready to go again whenever it comes I, in. I think I think he knows that he's not going to be an automatic first starter if Barris is just fit. And I think he's you know, young lad like that, you think, well, am I going to get ahead of the... the, the First choice Croatian left back. Yeah. No, I'm not, but I'm here to learn. And when he does go, or if he's un- if he's in- injured, I'm straight in there and I'm ready. The fact that boys get himself into a position where we're no concerned about him playing, yeah. and it's been so early into his career, is fantastic. It's just nice to get. I feel as though we've signed guys like that so many times throughout the years and never seen them. Never mind them actually playing in games, wins in European football for us. Joe Dodo. Exactly, yeah, guys like that. Oh, I was Mate. getting with Joe Dodo was how quick he was, that's fine, but how is he with a fucking ball? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure Lanford Christie could go into a football park and run, but could he play football? You know, it's, it's probably different kettle of fish. Yeah, um, your man, you're saying Bolt's so proof positive of that, isn't he? <laughs> you're saying Bolt, correct. Um, so, yes, this evening, we think it'll be Hollander at, at centre-half. We think he will go with Jack, Kamara and Davis in the middle of the park. Born will be back in at left back, sorry. And then obviously going forward, he's got a absolute embarrassment of riches in Kamar Roof, Alfredo Morelos, Cedric Eaton, eh, Ryan Kent, Joe Rebo, I've no said him, Hadji. Oh, fucking who else? Who else? Who did I miss? Who did I miss? Yeah, usually he's one of his uh, favourite starters, Barker. Oh, is he not injured? Oh, no, he was in training the other day, Brandon. Ah, OK. Can I just say, by the way, because we never got a chance to speak about it on Friday. No. See, Ryan Jack, it's it's like, it's like almost telepathic. Yeah. So the way he plays sometimes. See, you, the, the ball would go into a corner and the, he's out a shot of the camera and it'll come rolling into the box and he's there. It's unbelievable just that he's, yeah. he's anticipation and his awareness and positional play is phenomenal, man. Well, I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen the post-match pod of the old firm, but when when Gerard brought him on, my, I said, you know, my dad obviously well, and when my dad gets this and he sees a player, it doesn't go away, right? And he's mm. like, he says, um, Ryan Jack, he's like, slows it down, slows it down. I says, but see, when we're doing a lap at Park Kid, what you need is somebody to be positionally safe to know that if Tav does go forward, he's there. 
to know where he should be on the park at any given time. That's why Gerard trusts him so much because he knows that he can you can hang your hat on Ryan Jack. He might not be the greatest going forward at times, and he might not be, but that's not his game. He's there to protect the defence. He's there to protect. Mm-hmm. Our lead if we've got it and give the ball to the guys who genuinely can go and hurt teams. And there isn't much better in the Scottish League than that, that, that than Ryan Jack. And you've seen that last week in Liège. He was all over the place and he was an unsung hero. And again, probably didn't get the credit he deserved, Paul. No, quite agree with you. And to go back to Willie's point about, you know, you, you see the action and all of a sudden the ball will come into the box or it'll come across all of a sudden Cam will cut and there's Ryan Jack in the right place. Mm. That's, that's no coincidence, because what's actually happening, what you don't actually understand, what you maybe don't see, is that God himself is actually uh, on his computer and he's dragging and dropping Jack into the correct place to ensure <laughs> that the establishment win again. Spawning, spawning like a computer game. That's exactly what I was thinking, Paul. Respawn, yeah. Yeah, we're on. Surprise. So, 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 get these headphones in. My print is clear. Jumanji! <laughs> So, so, so Brian Loudrup, Brian Loudrup actually positions Ryan Jack during the game. Is that what you're telling us? I am. Yes. That's that correct? That nice. that, that was just for you, Mark. Yes, that was because we know you love him. Um, we also really? does she? That's used to me. <laughs> going back to going back to Tav slightly. DJ dropped her for fuck's sake, Tav last week, didn't he? And he actually, actually commented yeah. on it. He said about Tav, and I went, Did DJ just say, For fuck's sake, Tav? That's wrong. <laughs> Why? How dare you? Next <laughs> <laughs> <Based> or not? <laughs> Don't dare. Be that. gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll get to our <clears throat> Potter's predictions. And Paul, I will start with yourself. I know I'll yep. put it in the screen, but you need to tell somebody because people might be listening to this. No, if, 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 if they can't be bothered watching the YouTube button. <laughs> No, I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only joking. I'm only kidding. Pipe bomb. I put, I put a good t-shirt on for this and I went from watching a shave and all sorts. Yeah, put my best podding socks on. Um, You'll need to watch that to see Paul's podding socks now. Exactly, yeah. Um, I've gone for 3-0. Um, I'm, I'm, as I said at the beginning of the pod, I'm, I'm relatively confident. In fact, very confident we'll win. Um, we'll score three goals. It's uh, who's in defence and how the defence plays that determines whether we keep that clean sheet. But, you know, I'm a Rangers fan. I have complete trust and faith in uh, the back four, including uh, Holanda, I, I would predict. And, uh, yeah, 3-0 to us. Smashing. Wally, your prediction? Uh, I've gone for 2-1. I th- I'm going to be very specific and say I think we'll go 2 nothing up and then they'll score. And... Uh, but I think it'll heart be heart attack. Pretty, I'm an old man. I think it'll still be. I'm hoping, and I think it'll still be pretty straightforward. So I just feel that just for the way that they are, they can score that they might just do it tonight. But I'll take that. I'll take it three nothing. Well, definitely. Can you can believe you're saying it'll be two one, but it'll be straightforward? No, if it goes to well, two listen, one. It won't That's be what I say I'll be on that little that, that, that little thing there, you know, because this is this, this is when I watch the football in the man cave. I'll be that thing there, stressing like fuck, and I'll be tw- and I'll be sending messages. You're getting the blame, from that thing. Yeah, if if see if I die, I'm going to come back and fucking haunt you, <laughs> Paul. You can ask Scott, right? I am terrible, terrible. Uh, I, I, you can say I'm probably terrible at watching Rangers. Sometimes it, it's it's absolutely. 
It's just no good. But put it, I'll just put it back to the Galatasaray game. They scored way whatever amount of minutes left, and I was cool as a cucumber. I was like, this is fine, no problem. And that's no me, by the way. So this is, this is this is this is what I'm going for tonight. I think they might have they might get lucky with one of the long shots tonight. Two one, no problem. See it out. Well, all I'm going to say is I, predict, <laughs> I predicted the Livingston result. Bang on. So I know this is the prediction that everybody's waiting on, right? And I've went for 4 none Because I think Rangers are due to pummel somebody in Europe. And I'm going to give Paul a nice, chilled, relaxing evening, enjoying watching his team, cut their beers, chill. Rangers winning Europe again. Six points. We're going to a double header with Benfica. Couldn't be any better. We'll go up the him and all. And then we're through again with fucking games to spare. That's why I like you, Scotty Boy, because it gives us Hold on. Go that way. There you go. No, not him down there. Fascist. Fascist bastard. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. So, anything else we want to add? Obviously, I've got a wee bit of. Well, tomorrow night we're going to do a wee bit of promo work for the Bears Corner, so people tune in. Mr. Policies is in the host chair. He's in the hot seat once more. And now I feel bad actually, Paul, and I might make one up for him because he's not been in the pod in a long time, right? This person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're joined by Snagsy, right? And Snagsy's been on and off. Last time he was on the old firm pod. But there has been so many women in the chat every week asking, where's Callum? Now, I don't know how Nicole, Callum's missus, feels about this, right? But the women seem to like Callum. So Callum is coming back to, tomorrow night. But we don't have a wee video for Callum because usually, you know, we've done it with Baz. The whole guess who's back when Baz is getting his makeup done and all that pre-show and Baz's entourage follows him everywhere and stuff like that. Well, Callum, I don't know if Callum's quite up there yet <laughs> in the podcasting world, but Callum is back tomorrow, mate, and I can't wait. Obviously, I need to bow out for, for daddy daycare duties, and I'll be tuning in and I'll be watching it, and I'll try and get the wee man to tune in and know, mate. Cool. Uh, I've, actually got, I've actually got an idea for Callum's intro video, but I'll speak to you off air with that. Oh, I like it. I like it. See, that's just what I like. Yeah, I know. I know what the appeal of Callum is. But just don't forget, um, he's he's uh, a lot of women want to mother him. That's what it is. <laughs> and, and by the way, spoiler, right? But now the person who has been licking the seats on the parks pussies to infect Aye. all Celtic players with coronavirus. Well, Callum stays in Aberdeen. Where was Celtic at the weekend? It's not, if it, the thing is, it's not, it's not just bus seats he likes, it's also bicycle seats. <laughs> Carl, I'm, that, so, I'm, that's sorry, that's I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, mate. Well, <laughs> lads, it's been a pleasure joining us for this today. Paul, I'm going to let you say your, your usual thing that you say. All right, then. Hope your team wins, guys. Wally, anything to add? Uh, no. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> you could put me in the spot no. there. 
Hashtag no. <laughs> I gave it five seconds to think of something inspiring there, and I couldn't think of anything, so I'm not going to embarrass no. myself. I was, I was assuming that's what you want me to say. <laughs> Hashtag keep the battle for your own. <laughs>